All right, I'm going to step away from the pandemic for a second. I think all of us could use a little bit of a distraction, that's for sure. And uh, tackle a headline I was reading in the National Post, Canada is considering a proposal that would allow internet providers to block, to block piracy websites. And the federal government, according to this article, is considering this controversial move. They would block websites that show pirated movies and TV shows. So they've launched a consultation document Wednesday, and basically this proposes a number of options to crack down on online content that infringes on copyright in Canada. Welcome to the show, Carmi Levy, tech expert and director at InfoTech Research Group. Carmi, it's good to have you on. Are we talking about internet service providers turning them into gatekeepers and they would decide what's legal or illegal and uh, who can see what as far as their clients go? Yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it. Basically, your internet service provider, whether it's one of the large, uh, you know, the large cross cross Canada operators or the smaller uh, players who have uh, regional presences across the country, that they would essentially become traffic cops. That they would decide what is and is not acceptable, and they would have the power to shut down or stop carrying, deny access to uh, websites that are violating those copyright rules. And this this isn't the first time that this has happened. Uh, the industry has tried to push through similar legislation, similar action uh, a few years back. Uh, last time they were targeting the CRTC and eventually the CRTC said, no, this isn't really our area. Try another avenue. Well, they're back again and they're going to keep knocking on different doors until they get what they want. Who's leading the charge? Uh, this is largely the uh, you know, the highly integrated telecommunications companies that are also content producers. So if you're Bell, if you're Rogers, you are an ISP, but you also have content that you are distributing over that infrastructure. So to a certain extent, it's somewhat dis- disingenuous because they are ISPs as well. But this puts at a disadvantage those smaller players who aren't integrated, who don't have national presence, who don't have huge budgets to become traffic cops. They really never got into this business at, you know, for that anyway. And it would put them in a very disadvantaged position, really affect the competitive landscape of where you get Internet service and what they do once you do get it. I don't know if you can answer this question, but but give us an idea of what that would entail, like being a traffic cop looking for piracy sites. It would entail that if you're an internet service provider, you'd set up uh, equipment, hardware, as well as software in your data center to closely monitor traffic that flows over your network. And you would look for telltale signs of uh, copyright violation activity. So large downloads of certain types of files, video files, for example. Um, You know, there are ways to track this information. Everything you and I do online is trackable, like Hansel and Gretel, and your ISP has a window into that. And so they would have to monitor it. And then if they detect something that crosses the line, they would then have the power to decide whether in fact to shut it down or not. So what, you know, from your and my perspective, it would look like, well, one day you, you access a website and everything is fine. The next day it's gone. Um, and there was no you know, real due process or due diligence. Just your ISP said, we detected something, we shut it down, which kind of flies against you know, what we call net neutrality, which is all types of traffic should be treated equally. If this goes ahead, we will not have net neutrality. Other folks are going to decide that for us. Okay, so I know I'm going back to this again, but if you are a small internet provider, I'm guessing that you could 
um, monitor the traffic via some sort of computer program, and then you'd have to get, you know, it flags something, and you'd have to get uh, people's eyes on it to to decipher if this is something that is legal or illegal, if this is uh, given a, a pass or a fail. If if this is a challenge for smaller internet providers, it could put them out of business. No, financially, it could be a stressor. Very much so. The the large telcos who are pushing this agenda know full well that you know the mom and pop shops that uh, deliver service to a lot of Canadian cities and regional areas uh, that this would push them over the edge. That they simply don't have the deep pockets to hire the people. Uh, to do this kind of work, to invest in the kinds of technology that will allow them to track this kind of activity. Uh, and so it's a, it's a somewhat cynical ploy to uh, forget level the playing field, unlevel the playing field to the advantage of the larger players. Um, and they're going to keep knocking on doors of the government until someone says, sure, you know, we'll talk to you. Now it's the innovation ministry. Uh, if this doesn't fly, expect it to you know, be routed through some other agency at some point in the future. They're not going to stop. So business aside, let's get selfish here. How important are these small internet service providers to us, the public? Incredibly important, incredibly important, because if you live in an area that has choice, uh, the more choice you have, the more competitive the marketplace is, the, the, probably the better value you get for your dollar. There's an incentive for every ISP in a given market to you know, shave things a little bit, to you know, be a little bit sharper in terms of what they are offer a competitive marketplace. We know that. Um, if these smaller players disappear, we're not going to have a lot of choice. We're only going to be able to go to the larger players. Prices will go up. We'll get less for our money. Uh, we will have a less competitive internet space. And we all know Canada is already challenged in that regard. We're a very large landmass, very hard to cover this geography cost effectively. Uh, we're already at a competitive disadvantage compared to uh, more uh, population dense areas like Europe, like the US. Uh, and so it'll make us an even higher cost internet uh, internet uh, country uh, compared to others. It'll make us less competitive globally, and Canadians are going to pay more and get less. Do you think it's going to fly with the government? I, I know they're distracted right now, so timing timing is everything. But uh, yeah. do do you think that they won't be able to see through this and say, oh, you know, for lack of a better word, stuff it? Well, you know, last time this happened was about you know three or four years ago, and there were you know petitions against it. Hundreds of thousands of Canadians rose up uh, and said, "This is a power play and a and a, a nasty one at that, uh, and it will put smaller players at a disadvantage. It's bad for Canadian consumers." And the CRTC ultimately agreed and said, "No, nope, we're not doing it," and uh, you know, go find another way. So, you know, I would expect that the Canadians who uh, who protested last time will protest this time as well. Uh, and I'm hopeful uh, that saner heads will prevail. I'm hopeful that every agency in government will see this for what it is uh, and will recognize that there has to be a better way. No one denies that copyright infringement is a challenge, that, you know, that it's, it, it causes revenue to be lost from Canada's cultural industries. It means that uh, there's less money available to go around to fund new productions, fewer jobs, things like that. We know that. Uh, but the way that that uh, is proposed to resolve this, it's like taking a sledgehammer uh, to the problem when really a scalpel is needed. Uh, and ultimately, it means uh, vital small Canadian businesses are going to be put at risk because of it. And I'm really hoping that uh, that is recognized under the Canadian government, whoever that happens to be, invasion ministry or anyone else, that they see that and take a different route.
I know that piracy was a big problem, especially with music piracy with Netscape back in the day. And then uh, a lot of people were illegally downloading movies and sharing them. But now we have a lot of streamers. We have a lot of access. Um, most people are, are fairly, um, I would assume, operating the up and up. Is piracy still a big problem? Or am I, am I being I mean, naive it still here? Is, isn't it? No, I mean, I, I think piracy is kind of a, it's a permanent part of the landscape. But, you know, you, you, you touch on something that is a really important point is the, the way we consume content has shifted significantly in recent years from uh, accessing things on a website and downloading files to uh, accessing them via a streaming service. Uh, and streaming makes, uh, makes content a lot harder to pirate because you're not downloading it. And so there's got to be a different way. So I think, you know, the answer here really is, is A, we need better legislation a question that you know doesn't just uh, protect the interests of copyright holders but also is in consumers best interest but also you know we need to you know sort of put the onus back on those who own the content come up with better technologies that are more secure that aren't as subject to piracy uh, put those protections in place that still maintain convenience and cost effectiveness but don't you know cause your competitors to go out of business and so you know innovation is always going to be you know at the forefront of the answer uh, not crying to the government saying please fix this for me make the ISP the traffic cop there's got to be a better way and if you're if you are a major telecommunications company complaining to the government, uh, open up your pockets and uh, start working on better solutions, better technologies to not 100% fix this problem. It'll never go away, but at least make it, you know, mm -hmm. balanced or, or workable. Just to clarify, because not everybody, you know, uses short form forms or as close to the tech stories as we are. ISP is Internet Server Provider, Internet Service Correct. Provider, right? Correct. And when you get internet, when you want internet access from your home, you call them up and say, you know, this is the, the package that I want. They connect you online and now you're now you're hooked up. That is, you know, in this day and age, your internet service provider or ISP is as vital to your ability to participate in the digital economy as the phone was decades ago. So, you know, ISPs, absolutely critical to Canadians' ability to live a modern life. Yeah. Well, look at our kids are learning remotely. A lot of us are on Zoom. Some of us closed, some of us otherwise. But isn't it great that we have mm -hmm. larger cell phones these days because a flip phone just won't do it anymore? Absolutely. You know, we've I think the pandemic has taught us just how vital these services are and that, you know, even if they're compromised in any way, if they're more expensive than we need to be or if they're not 100 percent reliable, uh, we are all going to have not just a very bad day, but it could affect our job, could affect our children's education. Um, this is absolutely critical. And so the timing, I think, is is actually it's, it's pretty decent. I think that, the, you know, those who are bringing it forward think that everyone else is distracted, so they'll just slam it through. But I think if you're Canadian, you're looking at this going, no, this is my Internet. It is absolutely crucial to my well-being. Um, mm. You know, I think I need to get involved now because if I don't get involved now, uh, then, you know, something, you know, going forward, this is going to be a problem and we can't allow that to happen. So this is a headline to pay attention to. Very, very much so. This really could determine uh, how much you pay for internet going forward, uh, how it's accessed, who controls what you access. Uh, you don't want Big Brother standing over your shoulder when you go online. And if this is allowed to pass, that's exactly what's going to happen. Carmi, thanks so much for making sense of this. I really appreciate your time today. Have yourself a very safe and happy day. Thanks, Kelly. You as well. Cheers. Carmi Levy, tech expert and director at Infotech Research Group.